Happy Friday, everybody. It is Friday, April 22nd, 2022. This is the Second Half Podcast. I'm Tom Powell, and as always, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through another week and margaritas are in order. Especially this week, since I have a predominantly good news-filled podcast. Um, We're going to do typical news stories, as we do every week here um hopefully here soon now that um, i know what my schedule is on my hip surgery and everything i'll be able to get things up and running to where i can get some guests on here and i think what i'm going to do for the most part when we start getting guests on the podcast is um still do a segment in which i discuss some news and then do a segment with a guest about something that is related to that guest maybe i don't know still working out that stuff but I promise you that stuff is coming this, uh, this, this summer. I promise you. We are going to get guests on the podcast. I'm in the works right now. I'm doing some of that stuff. But before we get into the stuff we're going to talk about this week, um, some housekeeping that I do every week. For those of you who are finding me for the very first time, uh, this is an amateur podcast, which means you're going to hear some background noise. It's done... Uh, at my home office it's not done in a professional studio so if you hear some background noise just roll with it don't get all uppity about it and get pissed off and send me a message because i already don't give a fuck all right uh furthermore if you're finding me for the very first time uh, chances are you don't know about my website so allow me to guide you towards it if i may uh the name of the website is oldhippymedia.com excuse me that's old hippie H-I-P-P-I-E media.com and what you're going to find on that website is everything you need to know about me which would be uh, links on where you can follow me on the various social media sites Facebook, Instagram, Twitter Clapper, YouTube hell even Snapchat's on there Uh, you're going to find a link on where you can uh, get to my merch store over 300 items to choose from uh, t-shirts and hoodies and face masks and phone covers and you, you name it. I, I got all kinds of shit in there. Uh, links on where you can buy my first two books. Those would be A Grateful Life, The Life Story of a Husband, Father, and Taco-Loving Deadhead, and Dearest Renee, Letters from the Coronavirus War of 2020. Both of those are available in paperback and ebook formats at oldhippymedia.com. A link on where you can subscribe to my bonus podcast episodes. If you like this podcast, I do a bonus podcast episode every other Tuesday in which I talk about non-political stuff and give you a new uh, personal story from my past for the low, low price of $4.20 a month, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, And you're also going to find a link on where you can book me on Cameo. You want to do a video shout-out to somebody for a birthday, a promotion, a new baby. You just want to tell them their football team sucks or their pizza's trash. I'm here for you. Mother's Day is right around the corner. You want to send mom a video shout-out? I can do that. I'm on Cameo. Once again, all of that can be found at oldhippymedia.com. That's oldhippymedia.com. Now, um, I do have a bunch of what I deem to be feel-good news stories. Uh, But before we get into that, let me talk about my personal shit from this week. And that would be, obviously, 
the uh, cataract surgery that I underwent on uh, Wednesday of this week. Now, I'm recording this on Thursday, as I always do. You're going to hear it on Friday. Uh, so the day I'm recording it is the day after my cataract surgery. I had a cataract, a pretty bad cataract, removed from my left eye. It looked like I was, uh, uh, whenever I would open up my left eye to try and look at it, it would look like I was uh, looking out of an eye that was underwater with scotch tape on it. Like It was just nothing. I could see nothing. All, all a big blur. How the fuck I was driving is beyond me, but uh, I was. I was. Because you got to get around. You got to keep going. Any hoodles. Finally got that surgery in on Wednesday. And uh, first things first, every ounce of fear that I had going into this. Excuse me. Yeah, that was a sneeze. That's a fucked up Tom Powell sneeze. Just deal with it. Sorry. Uh, Every ounce of fear that I had going into this surgery was unfounded. I was afraid it was going to hurt like hell. I was afraid I was going to see everything. I was going to be aware of everything that was going on, and I was going to freak out, which is why I originally had this surgery scheduled, and they had to reschedule it for me because I got there, I was being prepped, and I freaked out so bad they didn't think they could give me enough uh, uh, anesthesia to calm me the fuck down. My arms were literally shaking the first time I went. Uh, But... I got clearance to be put completely out if need be. I went in feeling much better. Uh, uh, I woke up Wednesday morning, which just so happened to be April 20th. Happy belated 420 to my fellow stoner friends out there. I woke up uh, the morning of April 20th. I wasn't allowed to eat or drink anything because I was going into surgery. So I hit the fucking the doobage. Took a few massive rips to calm down the nerves. My wife drove me into the hospital and... Everything went well. So, for those of you wondering about cataract surgery, here's the deal. I was completely and utterly unaware of anything. Anything. I remember being in pre-op, laying on the table. You know, they had the back up, so I wasn't laying completely down. I was sitting up, but I was on the, the gurney. Calm, cool, and collected. I already had my IV in. They had already given me my eye drops. The anesthesiologist had been by to talk to me. The doctor had been by to talk to me. And then the anesthesiologist came back by, shoved something into my IV, and he goes, listen, you, that should start taking effect, and you should start feeling it in about 30 seconds. The next thing I remember is waking up in post-op with my wife by my bedside, saying, now just take it easy. When you're ready, you stand up, and then we can go home. I didn't know any of it. Had no fucking clue what was going on. Furthermore, I don't feel any of it. I, 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 once again, I'm recording this the day after. I got zero pain. Zero. So, um, I was a complete utter jackass for absolutely no reason. Uh, my wife is going to hear this podcast and go, yeah, fuck oh. How about you listen to me in the future? And I just, I need to learn to start listening to her more. But if you're worried about having a cataract surgery, you got one on the books, uh, don't. I worried for absolutely no reason. Just don't. And furthermore, if I could please, publicly, here in front of the world and 
and well, anybody on other planets that happen to be listening. Uh, thank you very much to my wife. I, I, I realize that that's what a spouse does for a spouse, but it's also something that warrants um, recognition. You know, we have reached a point in our lives together where things are changing from do you want to accompany me to the grocery store or uh, are you coming with to this particular softball game or are you are we are we going to do x together or y together to are you coming to my doctor's appointments i need some help getting to and from the hospital or to this procedure or that procedure and there are going to be a lot more of those coming in the future for both of us and uh, I'm going to need her now more than ever. And so I know she listens to this podcast because, you know, you got to support the team. And so I just wanted to say thank you very much. I, I, I know that you, I, you, when I said thank you to you face-to-face, she said that's what a wife does. I know that's what a wife does. Uh, but we're at that point in our lives. We're going to be spending a lot more uh, date nights at ye old doctor office than anywhere else and uh, I just want you to know that uh, I could not imagine going through all of this shit without you so thank you for tolerating me and all the bullshit that I've ever done over the course of my life uh I can't believe that we are in this stage in our lives now where we're having parts of us cut open and things fixed and we're now reminding each other to take our pills and uh, making sure that we have our travel pills with us when we go on vacation. But here we are. We're going to own these fucking 50s. We're going to own them. I'm going to take every age that I'm going to be that starts with the number five and I'm going to make it my fucking Bitch. Mm, that's right. Sorry. I'm feeling a little good today. Feeling a little good. I'm recording this Thursday morning, and in about an hour and a half, I have a follow-up appointment with my eye doctor for this cataract surgery, and uh, I'm just, I'm feeling good. Paid a few bills this morning. I'm, uh, um, I'm recording my podcast. I can see out of my left eye again. I'm just... I, it's going to be a good day. You know what I mean? It's going to be a good fucking day. All right. Enough of the personal shit. Let's get on to the news. Now, as I said earlier, this is predominantly a feel-good news story week. Uh, m- many of you may feel good about these stories like I do. Some of the trolls that listen just to hate, hate listen aren't going to feel good about these. But I, I think most of what I have here in today's... So I got to hiccup something fierce in today's lineup uh, are going to be considered feel-good stories. Hang on one second. Let me get a, let me get a drink of agua. Mm. Oh, that's some quality H2O right there. Mmm. Mmm. It got to, got to get the water, coach. Got to get the water. All right. Uh, first, let's jump into COVID news. Now, a lot of people right off the bat who are on my side might not uh, deem this as good news. But I think it's a good news in that we're heading in the right direction, okay? A federal judge, Judge Catherine Mizell out of Florida, 
has struck down the mask mandate for public transportation. So what that means in a nutshell, uh, what, what, how that's going to affect most people, I would say, in this country, is that you no longer have to wear a mask on a plane or in an airport. Okay? Now, Tom, why is this good news? Well, the federal government is not going to appeal this. If the federal government thought that there was truly a need for continued masking on airplanes, they would fight this. They would appeal this. But they have, they have announced that they are not going to appeal this. And that this mandate for, for uh, public transportation, such as flight, air, airline travel, was going to be ending soon anyway. And that's why they are not going to appeal this. So we are turning a corner when it comes to COVID. Uh, the vaccination rates are way up. Hospitalization rates and infection rates are way down. And this is an indication that uh, the nation's top epidemiologists apparently view where we are at in this battle with COVID as uh, a safe enough spot that they're not going to push the administration to fight this. In other words, the way I'm viewing this is that they view any potential outbreaks in the future as being manageable. There are enough people that are vaccinated that if we have an outbreak, it shouldn't result in clogging hotel hotel rooms, hospital rooms, and, 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 and millions of people being on the ventilators and millions of people dying. And it, that's what we were shooting for to begin with, right? Sort of this herd immunity through vaccination. And so with the announcement that the federal government will not appeal this, what we have is an end to needing to wear masks on airplanes. It's it. It's over. Most states, if not all, have done away with their mask mandates in public areas, schools, concert halls, things of that nature. Things are shifting away from you got to be masked to you got to verify that you're uh, uh, vaccinated and that will go away, my guess, within a year. Now, this particular uh, ruling, this particular striking down of the mask mandate and announcement that there will be no appeal comes about a week late for us coming back from our cruise. But... I'm still happy that it's happening because it's a step in the right direction. It looks like we are we are finally turning a corner when it comes to this COVID thing. And uh, that's got to be a feel-good story, folks. I, I, even if you want people to continue to mask up, it's got to be a feel-good story that that it appears as if we are turning a corner here. So, the next time you have to fly, you do not have to wear a mask in the airport or on the plane. At least not by federal law. If there's still an airline out there that's putting that in place as a result of their own choice, their own decision, that's a different story. I haven't heard of one that's going to do that. So it is mask-free traveling from here on out, ladies and gentlemen. That would be feel-good story number one of the week. Feel-good story number two has to do with Alex Jones and and InfoWars. But Tom, 
How the fuck can you come up with a feel-good story that involves Alex Jones and InfoWars? Well, let me tell you something. InfoWars, which is Alex Jones's propaganda machine, has filed bankruptcy, and Alex Jones himself is looking for an immunity deal with the January 6th committee. InfoWars, which described itself in court records as a, quote, conspiracy-oriented website and media company, said it had $50,000 or less in assets and between $1 million and $10 million in liabilities. Jones, InfoWars, and related holding companies have so far spent $10 million on legal fees and costs, the filing said. Now, what are these $10 million in legal fees concerning? Well, this is in regards to the, uh, the, the court battles he's been waging with the parents of Sandy Hook victims after he's been running around the countryside saying that Sandy Hook never happened, those kids never died, and those parents are all crisis actors. Hey, Alex, if you don't run around spouting bullshit conspiracy theories about dead children, you won't find yourself millions of dollars in debt from lawsuits brought on by the pissed-off parents of those deceased children. So that covers the, uh, the, uh, the bankruptcy part. Right? He's been getting his ass kicked in court by the parents of Sandy Hook victims, and he has no money, so uh, he has, uh, has to file bankruptcy. An excellent uh, news story, if I ever heard one. And now we have him <clears throat> wanting an immunity deal with the January 6th committee. He appeared before the House Select Committee investigating the violence in the January 6th and uh, later on his InfoWars show told his audience that he had invoked the Fifth Amendment against self-incrimination almost a hundred times. But now says he's ready to talk, but only if he gets immunity. So... How and why do prosecutors grant immunity to a witness? Well, prosecutors will only grant immunity to a witness if that witness has something on somebody above them. And it's got to be something good. So, Alex Jones telling the January 6th committee he's ready to talk, but he wants immunity, tells us one of two things. Either A... He's too fucking stupid to understand how immunity deals work, and he just thinks that his charming personality is going to get him some favor with the court, in which case he is sadly mistaken, or B, he actually has dirt on somebody above him, and because everything else in his life is turning to shit and falling apart around him, he's ready to talk to save his ass, maybe turn it into a lucrative book deal afterwards. Either way... Tom's a happy man. Sorry, just poured myself a little bit more of that agua with the H2O. We could be very close to seeing the end of InfoWars and Alex Jones having to shut the fuck up once and for all. And for that, this is a good week. It's a damn good week. If somebody happens to put this podcast in front of Alex Jones of InfoWars. Hey, Alex, go fuck yourself, you infected 
scrotum. Ah, that's some good water. That's some good water. Whew! I am loving this week. Loving it! Speaking of loving it, did you guys see Donnie get up and storm out of a Pierce Morgan interview? <laughs> Apparently, Pierce Morgan set up an interview with Donald Trump. They uh, they did the whole we're all gonna we're both gonna sit in a chair in the middle of this room looking at each other and shooting the shit. And Donnie did his typical where he sits upright like he's got a fucking rod up his ass, where he leans forward a little bit and put his puts his hands on his on his on his knees and 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 kind of leans forward and looks into somebody's eyes and and every time he gets challenged with something he goes excuse me excuse me excuse me excuse excuse me excuse no excuse you bitch in the clips that we've seen he says that he's more honest than Pierce Morgan he says that Pierce Morgan is a fool for believing that Trump legitimately lost the election and he goes on a couple of different tirades because he doesn't like the tough, hard-hitting questions that Pierce Morgan is putting forward. Man, Pierce Morgan's a piece of shit himself. How the fuck did you not handle a Pierce Morgan interview? <coughs> Wasn't this guy a fucking weatherman at one point in time? You want people to believe... That you are fit to be the president of the United States of America, the leader of the free world, somebody who's got to sit across the table with the dictators of the world and negotiate with them, yet you can't handle a Pierce Morgan interview. Jesus fucking Christ, man. At the end of it, you see him go, that's it, cut the camera. He gets up and fucking so deceitful and walks out. Why? Because he asked you honest fucking questions for a change? What a coward piece of shit Donnie has always been, continues to be, and will forever be. Now, I hate Piers Morgan, but I'm going to watch the fuck out of that interview because it's going to be good. But the fact that Donnie couldn't handle a fucking interview from Pierce Morgan tells you damn near everything you need to know about the man's fortitude. Forever will he hold on to this lie that the election was stolen from him. And anybody, and I do mean anybody, who says otherwise to him is persona non grata for him moving forward. If you do not buy into the lie, you're not part of Trump's inner circle. And Trump is going to find himself with an ever-shrinking inner circle as time goes on. Because more and more people are beginning to realize that his power over the party is fading. 
More and more people are realizing just how full of shit he is. More and more people are realizing how this is nothing more than a perpetual lie that he just cannot seem to get past. And his inner circle is going to continue to shrink until eventually this cocksucker will take his last breath alone. Because he will have nobody left in his life. All because he couldn't take the loss. I doubt anybody's going to put this podcast in front of Alex Jones of InfoWars, and so I seriously doubt anybody's going to be putting it in front of the former president of the United States. But if somebody does happen to play this for El, Trump, uh, El Presidente, Der Muskfuhrer, Donald Trump himself, Mingo Mussolini, I have one question for you, Donnie. What happened to when you said, if I lose to this guy, you'll never see me again. I'll have to disappear. I mean, I know living up to your word is not exactly your thing, but dog, you lost. Time to move on. Time to finally, for once in your life, live up to your word and disappear. Take the loss and disappear. You're pretty good at taking losses at this point in time, aren't you? I mean, take that case with Omarosa. Did you guys see that one in the news this week? <clears throat> As you know, Omarosa, who is no angel herself, you want to talk about an opportunist, bottom-dwelling scumbag. Omarosa Manigault Newman, or however the fuck you say her name, fits that bill perfectly. No wonder why she got along with Trump so well. But upon leaving the White House, Omarosa wrote a tell-all book. And that chapped Donnie's hide. Because Donnie made all of his minions sign NDAs. So, he sued Omarosa for violation of the NDA. And he lost. As he loses all of his lawsuits. One might say he lost bigly. <laughs> anyway, she turned around and sued him for her legal fees since he lost. And we got that, uh, that decision this week. And Trump has to pay Omarosa $1.3 million in legal fees. Damn! That's a lot of money, Donnie. That's a lot of money, homie. Especially for somebody who's cash poor. I mean, after all, your Russian assets are frozen with the uh, the sanctions that we've put on Russia. You can't get no money out of them. Deutsche Bank is done with your ass. As a matter of fact, the banker who was signing off on all those fucking lo loans while you're with Deutsche Bank, uh, they're working with the, uh, the New York prosecutors to try and figure out a way to put your ass in jail for the rest of your natural life. My guess is you're going to play hell coming up at that $1.3 but Omarosa, boo-boo. If you're hearing this one, get it in cash, man. Don't take a check. Do not take a check from Donnie. It ain't going to be worth it. 
electronic wire transfer, or cash in a bag, baby. Cash in a bag. Well, Donnie is just racking up the elves. I Remember when Donnie ran in 2016? He said, you're going to be so tired of winning, you're going to say, I'm sick of all this winning. Ooh, listen. Hang on. Helicopters flying overhead. Olale, Patron. I haven't grown any sticky icky in some time. If you're coming to get this sticky icky right here, first of all, it's legal. Second of all, it won't be here by the time you land. God damn. What are you hovering over my house? Oh, no, 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 no. That's my, uh, Hang on a second, ladies and gentlemen. See, this is the beautiful part about live broadcasting here. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. My landscaper's here to cut the lawn. It's going to get loud in a minute when he goes past the, uh, the, the window here, but yeah, baby, getting the fucking lawn cut. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm fucking talking about. But Tom... Uh, I thought you was a landscaper. I was. Until I retired in February of 2018. And then I got a lawn service. Because I'm retired. Actually, uh, if I get back to uh, uh, getting getting my hip fixed later on this year and get back to walking, we might do away with the lawn service. I don't know. We'll see. Might go back to just uh, cutting the lawn myself. Save the money every month and uh, uh, get out there and uh, get some sun every week. I don't know why I went off on this tangent. I'm just excited about the fact that my lawn's getting mowed. Uh, I get excited about weird things as I get older. Uh, but the fact that my lawn's going to be looking beautiful by the end of the day with wonderful stripes in it and I didn't have to break a sweat doing it uh, means my nipples are so hard you could cut glass with them right now. Anyway, back to Omarosa and her 1.3 million, uh, and and Donnie rake, raking up the uh, the losses left and right. Uh, do you recall when Trump said we were gonna just we were gonna be so sick and tired of all the winning, so sick, and, so sick and tired of it, dog? What the fuck have you won? You guys got your your party got its ass kicked in the 2018 midterms. You got your ass handed to you in historic fashion in the 2020 election. You lost 63 federal cases. You've lost your personal attorney. You've lost your personal Deutsche Banker. You're about to lose your personal CFO. Uh, what, what have you won? Nothing. Nothing but the ranking of worst president in American history. Oh, you hear that? You hear that? That's my guy going right outside my window here is where uh, the fence line comes to the house and you go from the front yard to the backyard and that's him opening up the gate to get into the backyard right now. I love that sound. 
I absolutely fucking love that sound. That first mow of the season. Uh, The dump truck dumping off the first load of mulch of the year. These are a few of my favorite sounds and smells. Hang on with me. just, Just stick with me here for one minute. While we await him going through into the backyard. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? All right, moving on. Speaking of wonderful sounds, um, I want to talk about this one last story this week. And I know it's only 32 minutes into this podcast, uh, but staring at the computer screen does give me a little bit of a headache right now with the uh, cataract. So I'm trying not to make this a very long uh, um, uh, a podcast this week. Uh, I want to talk, though, however, about... Uh, one last story this week, and that is Marjorie Taylor Greene having to testify in court. <clears throat> That's right. Mow it good, baby. Mow it good. Cut that lawn the way Daddy showed you how. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen the story, Marjorie Taylor Greene has to testify in state court down in Georgia. So what exactly is going on here, and why does she have to, t- have to testify, and why is she so pissed off about it? Well, uh, the people of her district down in Georgia, where, by the way, she ran unopposed the last time, have sued her to get her off of the ballot, stating that she participated in an attempt to overthrow the United States government on January 6th, therefore she is not eligible per the Constitution of the United States to run for Congress. She petitioned to have that particular case thrown out, and the judge in that case denied her petition to throw out that case and said that that case can, in fact, move forward and that she does, in fact, have to testify. Now, I'm coming to you on Friday... She has to, I'm I'm hearing this news and I'm recording this podcast on Thursday. She has to testify on Friday. So by the time you hear this, I will have not heard any of her testimony. All we know so far is that she has to testify about her involvement in the January 6th incident to determine whether or not she's even eligible to be on the ballot. And she has to do so in a courtroom that allows cameras. Now, why does it allow cameras? Because it's a state court. It's not a federal court. Federal courtroom, there are no cameras. In a state court, there are. And so this courtroom is going to be packed with every news agency under the sun in order to get every last soundbite out of Marjorie Taylor Greene's pie hole that they possibly can. So the question becomes... By the time you hear this, will she have taken the stand and pled the fifth? Is she going to take the stand in Georgia and go, I am not going to answer anything on the grounds that it may incriminate me? Or is she stupid enough to get up there and actually answer questions about this? Is she stupid enough to get up there and go, I had nothing to do with January 6th, even though there is... Uh, There's video after video after video after video of her telling people to get to January 6th and this is going to be our 1776 moment and telling people we have got to storm into that building. We own these buildings and we need to flood into these buildings. She said all of this shit. 
on video after video after video leading up to this event. And now she wants to claim she has nothing to do with January 6th. It had nothing to do with me. This bitch live tweeted where the members of Congress were hiding as the attack was going on. And now she has the balls, the unmitigated sack, to stand before a, a camera and say, I can't believe that they're going to make me testify when I had nothing to do with January 6th. Your fingerprints are all over January 6th. So, as I sit here, 10.26 a.m. on Thursday, the 21st of April, 2022, my prediction is that tomorrow, Friday, April 22nd, 2022, did I say January or April? Man, my fucking brain's all over the place right now. I predict tomorrow, by the time you guys hear this, or maybe you listen to this early in the morning, by the time she takes the... the, the, the the stand, that she is going to choose to actually defend herself. She's not going to plead the fifth. She's not going to clam up. She's going to get up there and lie her fucking ass off in a state court in Georgia and say she had nothing to do with any of this. And then a prosecutor is going to turn around and throw her own fucking words in her face. And she's going to look even dumber than she already looks on a day-to-day basis. This Right here, this case, this testimony that she's about to give in this hearing could very well be the downfall of her candidacy for re-election because Marcus, her opponent, is going to take the words that she's going to spew on, on the stand and they're going to be in every fucking ad he can possibly make between now and the election. If I was if I was running Marcus uh, Flowers' campaign, I would wait for her to say I had nothing to do with this on a court uh, under oath on the stand in a court of law in the United States of America, and I would put them right next to her words before January sixth on Fox and OAN and Newsmax and everywhere else in which she told people to get in there, to get inside that building. This is our building. Don't tell, let them tell you no. This is our 1776 moment. I would play her words in court versus her words prior to January 6th every hour on the hour until she is defeated. You cannot spend months publicly calling for the overthrow of the United States government. And then, when that actually attempts to happen, go, well, that wasn't me. And I know there are a lot of people that that, that are going to say, well, what about the bombs? I think she planted the bombs. Listen. Nobody knows who planted those two IEDs at the DNC and the RNC. Nobody knows. But I definitely wouldn't put it past her. Is the walk the same? Yeah. Is the stature the same? Yeah. Is the uh, the mannerism? Are the mannerisms the same? Yeah. And I get it. If it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, I'm just saying there's no way of proving that. 
I could easily see it being her, but there's no way of proving that. Let's concentrate on this first. Let's concentrate on whether or not this anti-American, traitorous, scumbag, piece of shit, cunt should even be allowed on the ballot for her traitorous activities. The Constitution says no. And the state of Georgia might ultimately decide that she can be on the ballot. But good on these citizens for bringing this lawsuit forward. Good on these citizens for bringing this lawsuit forward. Good on this judge for allowing the lawsuit to continue to go forward. And good on the prosecutor who's going to put her fucking ass on the stand. Get her on record under oath. And God damn it, hold on to that fucking testimony. Because she's going to have to do it again in front of the January 6th committee. I guarantee you. And when she gets up there and perjures herself, you're going to want the tapes. You're going to want the transcripts of the testimony. Because that's what Marjorie Taylor Greene is getting ready to do. She's getting ready to perjure herself in order to save herself. The best thing Marjorie Taylor Greene could do right now is drop out of the race, admit to what she did, and save her ass from jail time by turning on the people that she did it with. But she's too fucking stupid to realize that that's her best option. And she's going to ride this wave all the way to shore. At which point in time, she's going to be fresh out of water and flopping around like a flounder gasping for air. You watch. This is not going to end well for Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene right now thinks she's the face of the Republican Party. She thinks she has a shot of being the first female president ever in the history of the United States of America. Marjorie, boo-boo, you don't have a chance at any of that shit. Your political career is coming to a screeching halt very, very, very soon. Because you are guilty of trying to help overthrow this government. I guarantee you, you were part of this shit. Of course, that's my opinion. He says for legal purposes. Because until she's convicted, I have to say that's my opinion. Once this bitch is convicted, which I believe will happen at some point in time. Ooh, oh, there he goes with the string trimmer. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Tell me to like you, the string trimmer. Once she is convicted, then we can say she did it. Until then, we have to, we have to give the allegedly or say it's our opinion. Marjorie. People of Georgia are coming for you. Pack your fucking bags. It's over. Now, didn't I tell you I had a lineup of feel-good stories this week? Story number one. No pain, no issues with the cataract surgery. Feel-good story number two. You don't have to wear masks on airplanes anymore. Feel-good story number three. Alex Jones is seeking a plea deal or a, 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 a what do you call it, a, an immunity deal with the January 6th committee, meaning he's getting ready to turn on somebody bigger than him, and InfoWars had to file bankruptcy. The next feel-good story. Donnie, 
threw a temper tantrum and walked out at a Pierce Morgan interview. The next feel-good story, Donnie owes Omarosa $1.3 million because he keeps getting his ass kicked in court after court after court. And feel-good story to end this week, Marjorie Taylor Greene has to testify in open court in front of cameras as to her involvement in January 6th. If that's not a feel-good story lineup, I don't know what the fuck is. I don't, I, I don't know what the fuck is. Now, real quickly, uh, some of you have said that, uh, and I can't believe that I'm even addressing this, but a, a couple of you have said this shit, and um, we're going we're gonna to put this shit to bed right now. Hey, Tom, you're going to start an OnlyFans page? Well, I'd subscribe to an OnlyFans page. I mean, let me explain something to you. Uh, outside of my wife, who's known me for 25 years and who's seen me in some very compromising positions, if you're willing to view any part of me naked on an OnlyFans page and pay for it, you're a sick motherfucker. Sick. Uh, no, there shan't be an OnlyFans page. I'm not putting my junk out for public display. I'm not going to spread my butt cheeks and go by an alias like Mike Honcho. Uh, I'm not going to uh, uh, give you a video of me in the office completely naked holding my schwantz in my hand. I, I can't believe that anybody out there would even want an OnlyFans page of what you see on your TikTok screen every day. But no, 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 no. My wife is the only one that's going to continue to see and experience any of that in any way, shape, or form. I don't give a fuck how much money is in it. You want to subscribe to something of mine? Head over to my Patreon and subscribe to that. You want to see my dick? Not happening. Sorry. I, I, I don't... I don't. What is the fascination with that? You gotta start an OnlyFans page. Motherfucker, I am an overweight 50-year-old with a bum hip. What the fuck do you think you're gonna see? You think there's a lot of manscaping going on here? You think I'm truly rocking a Pontiac logo for, uh, for, for pubes down there? No, man, it looks like the jungle down there. There, there, what? If I were to wear a Speedo, it would look like I'm, I'm trying to smuggle furry grapes. And you want to pay a monthly fee to see that? You're nuts. You need some fucking help. So, no, uh, to answer the question that keeps coming in for whatever fucking reason, uh, there shan't be an OnlyFans page. That's not going to happen. Now, somebody said, start an OnlyFans page and just put videos of your feet. Why? Oh, by the way, that's, the, that's him coming through with the blower. My feet. My My feet. You want videos of my feet. For what? For what? How fucking sick are you that you want videos of some old fat fuck's feet? Anyway, now I'm just rambling. 
I'm just rambling. It's uh, it's ten thirty seven a.m. in the mor- uh, a.m. in the morning. Well, that was redundant. I need to get ready to go to this eye doctor appointment, and I can't believe that I'm even addressing uh, people saying to me, "Well, what about your OnlyFans? Are you going to start an OnlyFans?" No. no, no, no. And I know that if there were enough people that wanted to sign up to it, my life, my wife would be like, "You get them fucking underwear off right now, big boy. Get them fucking fruit of the looms off." We're going to take a video of your junk. Hell, I'll come up from underneath your legs and get a video of your taintal region if it means I get to retire. Just kidding. Just kidding. I don't think she would actually take a video of my taintal region, and our retirement program is in place. She'll be able to retire hopefully very soon. But holy shit, people. <clears throat> Calm the fuck down, man. There are there are actually good-looking people in the world that are fit, have big dicks, Cleanly shaven assholes, you know all of that shit. You don't want to. You want to look at my my gritty bunghole and and unshaven taint. Not to mention the fact I don't think that my uh, my taintal region has seen any sunlight since uh, January of 2020. It's Ted pasty down there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I, I got to stop rambling here. I took a couple of hits off the Duba chair, and, and it's just causing me to ramble here. Listen, thank you guys for tuning in. I promise you we're working on guests. We will have guests this summer. I'm planning on having as many guests on as I can possibly get. We're going to start with a slew of TikTok guests, and then hopefully, fingers crossed, maybe actually be able to have some candidates for office on before the midterm elections in the fall. Okay? So... Thank you once again for tuning in. Do me a favor. Spread the word about this podcast. Let's get the, the listenership up over 3,000 uh, uh, downloads a week. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm a little over 2,000 downloads a week, and I want to keep pushing this thing as much as humanly possible. I want to be able to get some uh, some actual congressional candidates on this on this podcast to interview. And the only way that that's going to happen if you is if you guys continue to push the word. You guys continue to tell friends and family about it. You continue to get people out there to listen to it. And the numbers, uh, the, the download numbers go up. The, the listenership goes up. That's how we're going to be able to get quality candidates on here for interviews and maybe be able to get the word out to stop uh, a, an oncoming red wave in the uh, 2022 midterm elections, okay? All right, guys. That's all I got for you for this week. Uh, tune in next week for a new episode, and as always, until then, stay grateful.